This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! The Shark MMA Show. Hi, everyone. I want you guys all to know that I also started a brand new podcast for topics outside the world of MMA. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's called The Mark the Shark Show. Check it out. Again, it's called The Mark the Shark Show, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and more for any topics outside the realm of mixed martial arts. Check it out today. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And hardcover version is only available at www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. show today we're going to be going over what's happening in the world of mma first we're going to go over ufc 265 lewis versus gain uh i made a couple of predictions um for this fight in the last episode and uh some i got right some i got wrong first let's start out with um Tisha Torres and Angela Hill. I had picked 
Angela Hill to win this fight. And I have to say, um, Tisha Torres did win, but I, I do have to say, Angela Hill changed her game a lot. Um, I remember her as being more of a stand-up fighter. You know, and obviously Tisha Torres has more of like a uh, karate background slash kickboxing. Um, they both fought in Evicta. But what really amazes me is how much grappling Angela Hill was using in this fight. And in fact, I would say the first two rounds, I, I, I still don't know how Tisha pulled it off. I actually thought Angela Hill was dominating both two rounds. I mean, Angela Hill was dominating the last two rounds, and Tisha Torres just came back in the third round. Um, and she got significant strikes and so forth, but I really was impressed with Angela Hill. I mean, she used a lot of grappling. She totally changed her style. And I think that's probably what cost her fight, is that she didn't stick to the grappling more, like she did in rounds one and two. In round three, she went back to striking. Was her bread and butter when she started out her career. So I am actually still surprised that Tisha Torres won. It was an unanimous decision. I kind of thought that Angela Hill had that one. All right, the next one I had was the Michael Kisa versus Vicente Vicente Luca, the assassin. Now this one was a very fast-paced fight. It ended in the first round. Vicente won by Darce Choke um, with over a minute remaining in a round. Now I knew that this one was not going to last. Um, he's got like Michael was putting the pressure on him. It was a very fast grappling pace, but Vicente just showed off his true jiu-jitsu skills, being able to be calm under pressure. And in the end, squeak out the win. Because um, Kisa had a lot of, like, had chained his submissions very well. I think an average person probably would have been submitted. But uh, the assassin pulled it off. I was shocked. That, uh, I mean, I'm not shocked. I knew he was going to win. But I was really shocked at the pace that Michael was uh, putting on him in the, in the beginning of that round. Next, we had Pedro, I mean, Pedro, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. Uh, Jose Aldo defeated him by unanimous decision. It went to full distance. I actually had Pedro picked for that one. So, because I, I just felt that Jose Aldo um, was starting to show his age. Um... Which leads me to the next topic we're we'll discussing after we go over the main event here, which was uh, Gain versus Derek Lewis. Is that when should a fighter should retire? But nonetheless, Jose Aldo did pull off the win, and I hear he's uh, calling out T.J. Dillshaw for that one. So it's pretty cool. Um. And then we get to the main event, which is Gain versus Lewis. Um, Gain won by TKO in the third round. Uh, by, and um, 
and is now an interim uh, heavyweight title holder, contender. Um, so we'll see how that pans out, see who, who he's going to fight next. Is he going to fight the current champ, or is that guy not going to avoid him? Um, but we'll see. All right, guys, we'll be back after a short break. Hi, everyone. For everybody who's into fantasy football leagues, do you want to learn how to dominate your league and get fantasy football bragging rights? Well, join the Fantasy Football Fringe Podcast crew for advice throughout the year. In fact, if you've been subscribed to their podcast now, you get a chance to win a signed NFL jersey. Check them out today. They're available on Apple, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Again, the name of the podcast is called the Fantasy Football Fringe Podcast. Check them out today. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Attention business owners. Do you need a little help with your business? Whether it's building a website, or do you need fast cash up to 25000 or do you need help lowering your processing fees? or even offer your customer financing options. If this is you, then check out easybreezyfunds.com or contact Joe Livingood at 704-209-9439. Again, that's easybreezyfunds.com or you can call 704-209-9439. We're back on, and uh, to continue on with what's going on um, in the world of MMA, we got Yoel Romero versus Phil Davis in Bellator on September 18th. I think that's going to be a great fight. Um, I'll probably go over my fight picks for that one as the fight gets closer, but I can't wait to see that one. Then, this weekend, we have... PFL. PFL. Looking good. Today is the playoffs. And we got the main event for the welterweight division is Ray Cooper versus Rory McDonald. And I know, I think Ray Cooper won it last year. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Won the title in the PFL. I'm going to go with Rory McDonald with this one. I think he's faced tougher competition. And then he'll be able to pull it off. Um, also, in the semifinals, you got Magomed Magomedov versus Saeed Sai. Then you got, in the lightweight division, you got Clay Cloward versus Rosh Mafino. And in a lightweight, and that's for the lightweight semifinal, as well as Alex Martinez versus Luke Raspov. That should be pretty interesting. 
Um, so check that out. That's on this weekend. I think it is on today, the 13th, actually. Um, starting at 9 o'clock, so you can check that out. Alright, guys. And what else we got on the schedule? We also got Bellator. It's going on tonight. You got Gerard Mosasi versus John Slater for the middleweight title. Oh, man. I got to get Showtime. I'm missing out on this. That should be a good one. Oh, man. I'd like to see Masasi win the title back. But we'll see. Um, then you, yeah, But uh, we'll see what that one happens. Again, that's going to be on Showtime today at 9 o'clock. Um, so that should be pretty interesting for the middleweight. And today we got also one championship. We got a lot of MMA going on this weekend. Um, actually, that actually started because of the time slot. Their time because of the time difference. So you can check that out on regular TV or on YouTube. All right, guys. When we get back... We're going to talk about Jacare Souza as retirement. All right, guys? So we'll be back after a short break. All right, guys. We're back. And today we're going to talk about Jacare Souza. He was a longtime contender in the UFC. Believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was also um, Strike Force champion. Um, well, well respected um, jiu jitsu fighter. Um, he's run the Abu Dhabis, he's won the world championships. He, he's been doing it, he's been in um, combat sports for a very long time. In fact, one of his most famous fights in the world of grappling was his fight with Hager Gracie. Um, where he continued the competition even with a broken arm. Um, in his last fight in 262, he got his arm broken by a fellow uh, Brazilian by the name of Andre Muniz. And I think um, that was his fourth fight that he lost in a row. In fact, I know it was. And then since then, uh, he decided to retire. His record is 26 and 10 with and he was 9 and 7 in the UFC now obviously when he got to the UFC he was a lot older um but what I wanted to talk about today is when should a fighter retire right because there's different ways you can look at it are you just looking at the world of MMA um in terms of just becoming a champion or are you just like looking to uh make a living at it, right? So I, I guess it comes to whatever f- fighter feels their crossroads, um, what the, what they feel should be happening. If you're a guy that's just looking out for the belt, I mean, obviously that's everyone's main goal, right? But there comes a point in your career and in your life that you have to realize that not everyone is going to become a champion, no matter how hard you train. There's always someone better in terms of technical skill, strength, agility, uh, endurance, whatever. 
Um, they may have had um, better instructors, better trainers, better training partners. Um, the concept of that iron sharpens iron comes to mind. But if your goal is just to be able to make a living at it, you got to take a different perspective on it. All right. Maybe you don't need to do five round fights anymore for the championships. Maybe you can survive by just doing three round fights. You know, because I, I honestly think that Jacare could still could compete, you know, within the top 15, maybe not the top five, maybe not even the top 10 of the UFC bracket, but he can still be what I call the gatekeeper, you know, the bottom 15, you know, 15 down to 20, and he could be the gatekeeper for people who are trying to come in and use him as a gauge as to whether or not that person's ready to crack the top 15. Um, I have much respect for Jacare Sells. I used to love watching him. I used to have these old, uh, back in the day before YouTube, I used to buy, get these VHS tapes from my jiu-jitsu instructor of the Abu Dhabi, um, and I should say the ADCCs, I should say, not the Abu Dhabi, it's a different, um, tournament organization. And he would be on there and he beat the best of the best. Just to give you an idea, he was the, in terms of the ADCC, he's meddled in it one, two, five times. He's a two two three-time silver medalist, um, a two-time gold medalist. One of them was a super fight. Um, he got a silver in the absolute division, and he won a gold in his uh, 88 kilo, kilogram on category. And in terms of world championships with the gi, He's won it at every belt level since purple. He won it twice as purple, four times as brown, four times as black. Um, I believe, I'm trying to think of who he beat in Strikeforce. Because I remember I, I didn't watch Strikeforce when it was out. I kind of got it um, when I switched my cable providers and I got Showtime free for a year. And they would just show old reruns of Strikeforce. And, dude, man, he beat a lot of people in Strike Force. He beat Robbie Lawler with the rear naked choke. He beat Tim Kennedy. But what really impressed me was that he evolved his game. He wasn't just a jiu-jitsu guy. He actually had decent strikes. He was known to knock out people um, with his punches. So he, he got his, um, became a very well-rounded fighter. I got I to gotta give it to him. Uh, I think if he was younger and he had started his career now or 10 years later with the, with the, the way the sport evolved, the way jiu-jitsu evolved, I bet you he would have been even better than he was from back then. Um, it's going to be a shame to, to see him go. Although I, I wouldn't be surprised. It all depends on you know his financial situation if he does come back. I mean, Raya Faber retired, he came back. I think Anderson Silver retired once and came back. So we'll see. And speaking of Jack, of Anderson Silva, we'll be talking about him when we come back from a short break. Hi, everyone. 
Check out the new music EP called Plead the Fifth from the sensational music artist called Dejar. Her album was available at iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Again, check out the new EP called Plead the Fifth. Check it out today. going on in the world of MMA. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, if you haven't heard, Anderson Silva and Tito Ortiz will be fighting each other. But it's not in a cage. It will be a cruiserweight boxing match on September 11th. How about that? Um, in a co-feature event before Oscar De La Hoya faces Victor Belford in the pay-per-view main event. Um, this is a thriller pay-per-view event. Um, I think that's run by Oscar De La Hoya, if I'm not mistaken. But this should be interesting. Uh, I don't know who's gonna win. I would. I mean, I would have to say. I might lean a little bit towards Silver because he had a l- little bit more successful um, MMA career than Tito, but they're both old, you know. Um, and I don't think they maybe Tito had a little bit more rest in between fights um, when he was trying to do his comeback, but they're both old. Like, Tito's 46. I don't know how old Anderson Silver is. But, I mean, it makes for interesting uh, viewership. I'll give you that. If you're a true MMA fan, try to view one and watch this thing. Now, will I watch it? No. I don't. I don't. I appreciate boxing. I respect it. I'm actually trying to see if I can get into it. Um, again... But, uh, will I watch this? No. I'll watch it on YouTube. You know, when it comes out, someone will probably upload it. But if you're into boxing and you're a true diehard MMA fan, then check it out. I mean, it's, you know, September 11th should be interesting. Um,. I'm sure Dana White's going to have something to say about this because he doesn't like Oscar De La Hoya, nor does he like Tito Ortiz. They've had a very bad uh, misunderstanding in the past, but we'll see. It should be pretty interesting. I don't know what Oscar De La Hoya is thinking. I think from what I'm reading here that he's fighting uh, Victor Bilford. I don't know what he's thinking. Um, I think Vidor is too big, too big for him, but we'll see. Alright guys, so check that out. And um, that's pretty much it guys. We'll be back after a short break. 
During World War II, I was in prison in a Nazi camp. I died there, or so I thought. Instead, I became a creature of the dark world. Now I fight to protect my daughter. I am Marcus the Vampire. The book is now available at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com and RetortoFamilyBooks.com. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in a mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.